The pump covers are on, mate. The calluses are hard. <laughs> the waistbands are tightening. And the calories are up. You know what that means, boys and girls? Big Bull Mountain. Merry Bulkmas. Fuck off. Merry Bulkmas. Oh. Greetings, man. Just fatness. Just fatness. Mm. I got a confession. Okay. Basically, um, I don't know how to say this, but I've got an addiction. Mate, you didn't need to wait to tell me on the podcast. You could, we could have had this in private. I know, but sugar just gets me, and I'm addicted. What's your, what's the main vice? What's the, what's the demon? Everything and everything. Mm. It's out of control these past two weeks. Have you been keeping up with your, with your workouts? No. Mm. No. Left my gym. When was the last time you went? Two weeks ago. Left. Do you know why? And that's really sad, but, um, I couldn't get on anything ever. And I got fed up. So I changed gyms. We just signed up to today. Go me. Um, and yeah, I think I need therapy about sugar. Because I think I'm fully addicted. And having children does not help. <laughs> because I'm scranning everything. Because they're just little sugar day. demons. Yeah. Yeah. Scran down every day. Give me all the sugar. <laughs> Well, I mean, mate, yeah, um, it's disappointing that you that you have this addiction. From here, every step of the way, um, you have my full support. Um, just get your fat ass back in the gym, yeah. <laughs> but no, in all seriousness, I'm glad that you're not at that uh, JD gym anymore. Oh, it's terrible. It was awful. Unless they want to sponsor us. <laughs> <laughs> I'll join back. <laughs> as long as there's no membership fee. Free entry. Yeah. Oh no, mate. How you been? Terrible. seriousness. Fucking terrible. Terrible. I hate myself. Mm. And this is the thing. This is the last thing I wanted to do was come on here and just be like, oh, I'm sticking to a diet. And then I fuck it. He's lying to you all. I'm not. He's lying to myself. <laughs> I'm lying to the man in the mirror. <laughs> MJ quotes. Yes. Sick of myself. I think I need to get back into meditation. Meditation and fasting. I was so much better. It just sticking to that. Like at the minute, I genuinely think I'm addicted. Like genuinely. I mean that seriousness to sugar. Yeah. And we know it's an addiction. I think it's a hard time of year as well. I think everywhere that you look, there's something to shove in your trap. Yeah, German market's creeping. Well, not even that. You just wake up in the morning and there's this magical little box sellotaped to your kitchen door and you open one and there's a little chocolate inside. Mm. Who doesn't Who doesn't love an advent calendar? <laughs> <laughs> you got one. I've got a grenade one. <laughs> 
Mary Balkmus indeed. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah man. I'm, uh, it's not a gimmick. I'm I'm living it for real. Yeah, no, for sure. Like every day, you get a different flavor of protein bar. It's delicious. <laughs> Fucking jingle dumbbells. <laughs> I meant it, mate. When I said it, Mary Balkmus. Mary Balk. I've never heard that. No. That has to be a jumper. Copyright. You see, get it down. You heard it here first. Get on the old. But no, I love I love this time of year. Um, you know, mainly because I love food, and like I just take the opportunity to just devour everything in sight. Um, and for a, a little while, it feels good. You know, when the weights are are shifting more than they did, clanging and banging. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. I'm still strong. Wow. That was embarrassing. We're 10 episodes in now. 10? Ten? 10 episodes in. Um, and, you know, sometimes I do get a little bit bored of our voices. Um, I can't imagine how the listeners feel. They uh, love it, apparently. Well, yeah, they do. I just want to say thank you again. <laughs> I know this is like beating a dead horse, but fuck me. I think we need to start getting some guests in, mate. Mix things up. Add some new voices in, some some fresh meat. Uh, so who you got in your in your little black book? <laughs> celebrities, yeah. <laughs> Apart from wrestlers, <laughs> not a lot. None. I met a um, a strong man a few weeks ago. Yeah, at work. First time at the job. There was an event over the road at the dome. You know, um, strongman event, and. Um, Strong man came into where I work. Who's this? Should we name him? Yeah. There's a story behind it, so yeah, you've got to. Okay, a strong man by the name of Lauren Charlo. So, I'm, I'm a fan of this guy, and so is my wife. Uh, strong man. Went from a strong man phase. I hear he's a fan of your wife. <laughs> Apparently so. Right. So... I I made a passing comment to a man at work, an older bloke, and I said, oh, me and my wife are a big fan of it. Um, he likes my wife's uh, Instagram pictures. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> See? And he took that as, oh, like that. No. Maybe he's just been supportive of, like, a gym life or a progress. Okay. And so he's like... Oh, I called him over for a selfie. I'm not doing that toss. Um, and then this guy goes, "Oh mate, come here." Oh, he's coming over now. He walks over. And he's big self. I was like, "Are you Lauren Charlotte? He's like, "Yeah." yeah, yeah. And this guy we work with just pipes out. So he says, "You like his wife's Instagram pictures?" <laughs> <laughs> I've never been so embarrassed on the spot. Was he alone? He's known with his wife, bro. Brilliant. She stood right there. I make eye contact with his wife <laughs> because I know the grief that poor bloke is going to get through that tournament now. Mm. Like, imagine that. Someone says that in front of your missus. Your day, your week. He's got to deactivate that account. Oh, yeah. He's not going to make never going to make a comment again. No. Ever? He's deleted the app. He's deleted Gone. <laughs> He's probably going to retire. <laughs> So yeah, who have you got in your celebrity uh, black book? Honestly, no one. 
I think the closest I've recently been into celebrities uh, spending two hours in the uh, US Embassy queue next to ITV's Stephen Mulhern. <laughs> of, of CITV fame? <laughs> in for a penny, mate. In for a pen? What was he doing there? Getting a visa, I imagine. Where was he going? I can only imagine filming Anton Dex Saturday down at Takeaway in uh, Florida. Some um, Universal Studio types. Yeah, ex- exactly that, mate. Um, but yeah, other than that, yeah. s- slim pickings. Do you remember we had, um, well, almost had lunch with a beast from the chase? <laughs> the, big- <laughs> <laughs> the biggest human I've ever seen with my own eyes. Fucking huge. And we were at a wrestling show. Yeah, like, yeah. Big, big guys men, Like, stars that everyone would know. Mm. And then we were there, standing next to the beast. Massive. Beast of a man. Beast of a man. Dicks for fingers. <laughs> uh, we'll come on to that later on. <laughs> right. So how's your week been? I look forward to this week... Every single year. Um, every single year? Yeah, every single year. Because um, it's Spotify wrapped week. Oh. Yeah. Absolutely love it. I didn't know that was a thing till this year. That's shocking, that is, man. I know. It's because I'm above 30 now. <laughs> and I'm presuming by your t shirt, Avril Lavigne is number one next to Taylor Swift. No. No. <laughs> Did you take a picture of your list? I've got my list, yeah, but uh, thanks for picking up on my t-shirt, mate. I do appreciate it. Um, big fan. Such a good t-shirt. Big fan, no, thank you. Um, Avril Lavigne, the first ever person that I ever saw in concert, believe it or not. Really? Yeah. First two albums are phenomenal. Let Go and Under My Skin. Incredible. Do you know why you first saw in concert? Go on. Wolfmother. Really? Yeah. That's a curveball. I know, yeah? Good. Does anyone know who that is? Woman. Woman! <laughs> Oh, nice. Sorry, with my um, disabled auntie. Oh. Yeah. Disabled section. Guarantee good seats. Did you meet him? Nah. So it wasn't Make-A-Wish? Nah, it wasn't Make-A-Wish. <laughs> <laughs> Although, my ticket was te- technically a comp. Was it? Uh, yeah. Wolf mother. Poor man. <laughs> so Spotify wrapped. Go on. I thought it'd be good for us to go through our wrapped together um i mean music i mean for me i've been open about it anyway like music is a a massive thing for my mental health you know i've been open with how much i use it as kind of a a crutch if i'm feeling a certain way in a day i'll just lock myself away put spotify on and just belt out some tunes and it instantly makes me feel better even if it's momentarily um rely on music when i'm at the gym massively to you know give me that extra extra bit of oomph um so yeah my spotify is constantly on um i mean i don't know your relationship with music i'm not sure whether you listen to much or yeah you do um i think i haven't um wrote down but this is off memory um most listened to song is um so you so you haven't brought it to the table one second where's my phone oh shit um, I was. He's already ruined it. He didn't get the memo. One sec. I did. I did. One second. 
Still, I'm just looking at something. He's he's, something. He's, he's trying to find his Spotify rap right now. Yeah. Two seconds. He's doing his homework whilst he's in class. Unbelievable. We're on telly. We're on telly. Right. My most listened to song. Okay. I was going to say we'll go five to one, but go on, mate. It's fine. Go on. What? We'll go backwards. Five to number one. But go ahead. Okay. Uh, most listened to song. Son of a Sinner by Jelly Roll. Okay. Love a bit of Jelly Roll. Who doesn't? Me. Sad. Need to educate yourself. I've literally, I've actually never listened to them. Can I play you a song right now? No, because then we'll, we won't be able to monetize the video. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Being honest. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Go on. You shoot from yours. Right, so I'll go top artists and then top songs. Okay. Top artists at number five, Slayer. Okay. 80s thrash metal. Number four, Pale Waves. <laughs> kind of a you know a newish a newish band. Um and another, you know, relatively newish band. Number three is Blocks. I don't expect blocks. you to have Blocks. Mega Blocks. Spelt similarly. <laughs> <laughs> Number two. Lama God. Okay. Yeah. I expected that. And then I think we all know number one is Hammer's Mash Face. <laughs> uh, the Queen herself, uh, Miss Taylor Swift. And here we go. Yeah. I thought we'd get through one episode. Well, I mean, we've, I've said it multiple times. It's the unofficial Taylor Swift fan cast. We're not. Um, I'm in the top 4% of listeners worldwide. Really? Yeah. Which I, which I thought was wild. Four percent, top four percent of listeners. Um, so yeah, unsurprising. Taylor Swift is is my top artist of the of the year, as as she is for many other people. Um, she was actually Spotify's number one artist of the year. Well, mine, I've got um, uh, number five, um, AEW entrance music. <laughs> the thing is, he's probably making it up. But it's also accurate. <laughs> okay. Number four. Um, Luke Combs. It's a country singer. Don't if you know who that is. I've heard of him. Okay. Number three. WWE and just music. Nerd. Oh my god. Um and then it's just jelly roll from uh <laughs> I wish I was lying. I wish it was a bit it's not oh God It's real bro. Did you like listen to wrestling entrance music when you're in the shower and stuff? I like to make an entrance. And if I want to walk to the car listening to Triple H's entrance music, I will <laughs> Turn to play the game! Spit the water <laughs> against the car. <laughs> or spit the water over the window screen. I just need to fill that up. That's shocking, that is, mate. Well, I'll rattle through my top songs quickly. Um, yeah, because, again, 
<laughs> the top ones on a surprise. <laughs> Number five, Jealousy, Pale Waves. Number four, Patio Paradise by the Zingwals. The Zangwills? What? Sangwills, maybe. Sorry, lads. Uh, number three, again, Zangwills, Sunlight at Midnight. These are tunes, by the way. And then number two. Karma. Karma. <laughs> the song, Karma. Yeah. Number two top song of the year was Karma by Taylor Swift. And number one was Wildest Dreams by Taylor Swift. Okay. So I mean I just want to I just want to put it out there like it's not I'm not lying when I say <laughs> big fan he's a mark <laughs> mate how cold was it in this shed when we first got in here well sorry the shed studio the studio uh we constantly talk about it we do but with cause today because it is minus two outside um and these walls are quite literally millimeters thick they are i don't even think there's insulation <laughs> i'm just suffering in here it's that's it for gonna be chattering it nearly came down okay question Go on. what's the most bizarre way you've ever kept warm the most bizarre way i've ever yeah, kept yeah. warm might seem a bit random but I've got context. Probably that time I was camping when I was a teenager and I had a wank. <laughs> it was sleeping back. <laughs> I've told the story on this podcast. You did. Wanking, of course. Wanking, keep warm. Friction. Let's put things into context. I speak to a, a woman that I work with the other day. And um, she was like, oh, it's cold. It's like we're working in outdoors. He's like, oh, cold, it's freezing. I'm like, yeah, it is. It's getting unbearable, to be honest. It's mm. December, and it's only going to get colder. Usual shit work chat. Um, and she says, oh, it's almost time for my jack of potatoes. And I thought, wicked. Oh, no, it's jack of potatoes. It's a hearty meal. Can't wait for a jacket as well. Actually, I can murder a jacket. And she went, no, not to eat the jackets. What do you mean? She went, no. When it's cold, I put two jacket potatoes in my pockets. You've been fucking serious. <laughs> and then she says to me, she went, but I had to stop. I went, why? She went, because the smell makes me hungry and I eat them. <laughs> I was howling. She was serious. That's ridiculous. A deadpan. Like, greedy. <laughs> what is it? Hunger, warmth, <laughs> go hate up, <laughs> survive in six. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Mad, isn't it? I've got, I've got another question for you, and it's, I guess, moving more onto the seriousness of of this episode. Almost 25 minutes in. Sorry. <laughs> it's 25 minutes. Absolute waffle. Yeah. I guess it's 2023. And times have moved on so much, you know, in such a short amount of time. Um, for men. The man. The big dog. 
as a um, geezer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, you know, what? what is being a man to you in 2023? Like, you know, what? I guess what's your approach to being a man? I think it's obviously being a stand-up guy, being a good dad, you know, um, being there as an equal to your partner, you know, doing as much as she does, you know, 50-50, down the middle, be there for each other, whether it's chores, whether it's, I don't know, providing, like, let's just both muck in, be equal, be, what would you say it is? I mean, I, I guess it depends on the man, you know? Um, I mean, I've got quite traditional values, I suppose, with what it, it means to be a man still, you know, even like today. Um, you know, I, I want to be the provider. Yeah. You know, I, I want to be that kind of strong patriarch in the family um, that everyone else looks up to, everyone else kind of depends on. Um, I mean, I'm not because it... it needs it to be me you know i just i guess it's just the person i am i kind of want to shoulder that way and um take that kind of burden um you know i'm, I'm not really someone who is about 50 50 and that like you know i don't really mind taking 70 30 of the load oh let's start this bit again Goodbye. i just my answer was so dumb no not at all not at all it's it's an evolution of the conversation that we're having <laughs> Because that is a bit big part of it, you know. Some some people want to be equal, you know. Some people insist on that. Whereas, you know, I I, I and it's a probably a character flaw with you know wanting and not necessarily needing to, but but wanting to shoulder a lot more weight and responsibility. Do you feel pressured though in any way? Not at all. I don't feel pressured in, in doing things at all because I, I find joy in it, you know, I find enjoyment in providing for my little family, you know, for for doing a lot of, I guess, the work inside the house as well. Um, you know, where when I said I have quite traditional, I guess, values in what being a man is, I 100% don't have that view for women. You know, I much prefer to be the one cooking and cleaning. Like one hundred percent, I find <laughs> modern man. Um, I just modern Dan. <laughs> ah, you know, I, I find massive um, enjoyment in it. I find it therapeutic. You know, just getting stuck into doing things like that. You know, I guess the the kind of unpaid burdens that there are in the house, those kind of roles. Um, but you know, I've, I've mentioned it before that my kind of biggest fear is not putting my family in a secure enough situation when I'm gone. Um, and maybe that all stems from that, my kind of need and want to be that kind of strong figure for the family. Um, but on that, I did recently get life insurance. So I did. You did too? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I forgot to pay the road debit though. So I need to sort that back out. Better not die just yet. <laughs> I do think about that because I'm like... I'm not a baller. I'm not in a position where I've got disposed a lot of disposable money, you know. Um, 
But I feel like it is important. Like life insurance. If you haven't got bank, it's essential. You're leaving then, shit behind. It goes back to what you said. You know, leaving nothing. I want to do that shit. You know, you want to know that your family's okay. You know, mm. that they've got a bit of extra quid in the bank. So mom doesn't have to stress if something happens. House is taken care of, bills are taken care of, 100%. So if if anyone hasn't got life insurance, you ca- I can't push it enough. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's serious. <laughs> but... <laughs> but no, it's, it's, it's an interesting conversation. It's one that we had kind of off air, off air, um, around, I suppose, what the world thinks of men. Um, because we, we put a story out recently asking people to kind of send in their questions of things that they want to know. Um, or, you know, if, if, um, because, you know, we don't like to talk as men. You know, we we don't open up. We don't um, share many things about ourselves, um, notoriously. But we do now. That's the point of the podcast. <laughs> um, so, you know, we, we put a call out to our kind of um, female listeners um, to send in any questions that they have about the opposite sex. Don't matter what it is. Don't matter what it's kind of related to. Just an open call. Literally anything. Quite literally. <laughs> The questions that we got back, all of them. Okay. Can you guess what what they're all related to? Cox. Cox. (laughs) Really? Cox. Cox, you know. Dicks. Dick. That's a lot of bleeping. Peni. What's your favourite word for penis? Depends what mood I'm in. (laughs) You're going to take that dick. (laughs) I'm going to pop up a piece of my dick. Look, <laughs> poor man. Funny guy. But anyway, digress. Back to the questions. But then, yeah, it, it got me thinking of of how everyone else sees us. Yeah. <laughs> and from that story yeah, yeah. It, and the responses that we got back, I just feel like everyone just thinks that we're obsessed with with our dicks. Yeah. We're not. Uh, but I think we are. Not not men. Yeah. The world. Everyone's just Everyone is just obsessed with my dick. Dicks. <laughs> Your dick. <laughs> you got only fans, I don't know, but. Could have. <laughs> I'll put the, I'll put the link below. <laughs> No, but it, it it got me thinking um, because funnily, we'll talk about two questions. And so they're both from women, okay. very much kind of contradict each other, maybe, or are kind of both sides of the coin. Are we keeping these women anonymous? Yeah, 100%. Put your back. So the first question yeah. was, why are men so obsessed with sending dick pics okay and i get it it's a huge issue huge yeah. issue could be or small issue could be a little issue <laughs> <laughs> um 
And I think, you know, I, I, we obviously can't answer that question. But we can only speculate around it. But it's, I think the world, and I'll go back to it, I think the world is obsessed with dicks. Cocks on everything. And more so the size of them. Which I think is a huge part of the of the issue and the argument as well. Um, you know, f- f- Hollywood, porn, the music industry. It seems like everyone is obsessed with big dicks. I don't know where this conversation's going, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> and it kind of, it, you know, it drills into you as a man that you need to have a big dick. Yeah, that's true. No, 100%. And, you know, you're constantly told like, oh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And it really, really doesn't matter. Or does it? <laughs> like, it's how you use it, brother. But it is. It is. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what the size of your pipe is. Um, and, you, you know, it's a partner's preference as well. Like, yeah. but the only, you know, the only thing I can say is that we, I can speak from a mouse perspective, but we've been drilled into <laughs> so many euphemisms. <laughs> it's very difficult to get through this conversation. <laughs> you might have been drilled, mate. <laughs> no, we've been drilled into giving a shit about our dicks. Yeah. And... Maybe for some people, you know, who, who, and I can, you know, I'll, I imagine this question comes from people receiving unsolicited dick pics. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, I can put it out there. I've never sent an uns- unsolicited dick pic. Um, but I imagine there's, there's an element of power and control that that person thinks that they have with their dick. Mm. And I can only surmise that that's something that they've developed through the world telling them that their dick is important. I don't, I don't get it. Like I've never spoke to a woman who has had a dick pic. I've said, Oh, I love them. What a lovely cock. <laughs> well, what a nice, what a nice big dick. Look how handsome he is standing all tall and pubis. Just, it's rotten, it's rotten as well. You get a face in there. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Fucking low angle. So make it look bigger. It's big meat rocket. Ooh, it's going to go in your vaginal. He's looking down. He's got it out, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> you can't see. <laughs> Cocky toddler under the table. <laughs> I'm going to move on before he actually gets it out. But so... Then the reverse to this was a question that we got from a woman again, which was, again, related to dicks and the size of them, which is kind of what we've touched on. The question was, is it true? (laughs) Is it true that the size of your dick is from the length of your thumb to your tip of your pinky finger. So if you go like this. (laughs) (laughs) And even if, 
if there's one thing that you get from this episode, it's this it's this science lesson in anatomy. What are you saying? Are you worried about the theory? That it's true. <laughs> <laughs> it's but it's not the first time that I've heard it. Like a while ago, me and me and some friends were talking about I've it. I've never heard that. And we all did it. And we're like <laughs> It's true. <laughs> Sorry. Paint a picture. How many of you did it? Three? So all three of you got hard. <laughs> <laughs> no, we didn't get it out. <laughs> At the urinal. Come on, lads. Let's get hard. Actually, I, I was I was working at a cinema, so I was. <laughs> it was a particularly quiet evening. What about popcorn from your cinema? We're standing behind the popcorn counter. No one was in, and then it just it's a conversation that came up. And yeah, we were like, actually, yeah. Fucking comparing them to the rollover hot dogs. <laughs> it's mad, but dicks are funny. Get out of the shower, helicopter dick. Slapping it against your wet skin. I guess if anything, we can we can say that they're funny. Um, but it, it it was fascinating that we got such a comment that you know asking why are we so obsessed with our dicks, which is essentially the one was, and then we get another one that basically proved that everyone else is not everyone else like you no know, like everyone is obsessed with dick. Why do we find them so funny? Why is it funny? Because well, as as blokes, well, the majority, everyone I've ever known, you know, it's funny to he's me dick, babe. He's out. I, I don't know whether it is funny, mate. <laughs> I don't think it is. It's definitely not. If anything, just massively inappropriate. It is. It is, yeah. And take it from us. It doesn't matter how big you are. It doesn't matter how small you are. How you use it. Or, if you have got a small cock, get good at using your tongue. <laughs> <laughs> and that advice is free. <laughs> Do what you will. <laughs> got a small dick? Become a gecko. Just don't worry about it. Because there's going to be someone out there who likes your small dick. But yeah, I thought no, I thought that was interesting to get those responses. Um, like 100% just dick focused. Anyone else get in contact? Well, the, uh, but they were all dick related. I've just oh, picked wow. two that I can tailor a conversation around. <laughs> Wild. Just all about pipe. There's pipe. Wow. Today's podcast. It's about dick. I did submit an uh, answer myself. Okay. It was to you. <laughs> MK. What's that mean? Massive knob. <laughs> <laughs> and that is true. <laughs>